Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, bringing help and encouragement to those dealing with real-life issues. To learn more, visit ConqueringSeedsOfDestruction.com. Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, and my name is Maureen Wild-Smith. Over the next few weeks, I will be sharing with you some of my podcasts that have made the list of being the best of conquering the seeds of destruction. Now, whether this is your first time hearing the podcast or you remember it from before, I pray that it will provide help and encouragement to you in your life. Now, today I am going to discuss the biblical approach section of chapter four. So let's go ahead and begin with the scripture. Deuteronomy chapter 31 verse six says, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid of them. The Lord your God will go ahead of you. He will neither fail you nor forsake you. And again, that's Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 6. Now, it should be comforting to all of us to know that the Lord is going to go ahead of us and that he's never going to fail us or forsake us. That alone should give us that comfort that we are seeking after. Now, Jesus, as you know, has been and is the greatest role model for all of us to follow. He made a way for us to have eternal life. And if we just trust and believe in him and follow his ways and the things that we need to do while we're still here on this earth, one day we're going to actually be able to join him in heaven. Now, the peace that we should have is that he left the Holy Spirit within us so that we are able to communicate to him and to be guided by him each and every day. Now, of course, as you know, the enemy will be determined to trick us, to lie to us, to even just make us feel that we are here alone on this earth. He's going to always create a negative image that when bad things go our way, he will want us to just concentrate in that situation and to really just try to make us believe that if Jesus really wanted us, he wouldn't have caused these negative events to occur, even though we know that the enemy was the one that brought those things to our lives. And also, he will even try to tell us that Jesus left us here to just figure it out on our own, that he's not even going to guide us along the way. And that narrative is just far from the truth. I mean, it's far from the truth. Now, if you have been spending the quality time that I've shared with you to do, you will see that you are not alone because God is there listening to you and speaking to you. Being alone with God doesn't correlate into us being alone by ourselves. It is the quiet time that you have with him that you can actually build upon to develop that personal and that close relationship with him and to just even learn his character and his ways. You even feel his guidance that he gives you, which causes you to even draw more and more into him so that you can make the right choices and decisions for your life. It's going to even be interesting because others may even start to notice that change in you and they may even start to gain more respect for you because they see the transformation that has taken place in your life. So stay encouraged. Now, let's just go ahead and look at our example in the Bible. 
So I'm going to be reading from you 1 Samuel chapter 10, verses 20 through 25. And it says, So Samuel called the tribal leaders together before the Lord, and the tribe of Benjamin was chosen. Then he brought each family of the tribe of Benjamin before the Lord, and the family of the Matrites was chosen. And finally, Saul, son of Kish, was chosen from among them. But when they looked for him, he had disappeared. So they asked the Lord, where is he? And the Lord replied, he is hiding among the baggage. So they found him and brought him out. And he stood head and shoulders above anyone else. Then Samuel said to all the people, this is the man the Lord has chosen as your king. No one in all Israel is his equal. And all the people shouted, long live the king. Then Samuel told the people what the rights and duties of a king were. He wrote them down on a scroll and placed it before the Lord. Then Samuel sent the people home again. Now, as you can see from these scriptures, the children of Israel at this point still wanted a king, or actually they just wanted a king, basically, so that they can be like all the other nations were. Initially, of course, God was hesitant about giving them a king because he knew that they were going to just really depend more on themselves and even think about themselves instead of what God was doing and even not really even depend upon God. Now, as you can see, they were still just having their issues and they were having the issues of just following God solely. They still looked for things and people to kind of comfort them. And they looked more of just what the outer appearance was instead of just really seeing and trusting what God had done or even was doing in their lives. Now, Samuel, of course, tried to share with them the disadvantages of having a king, but they just wouldn't listen to him. So God allowed them to have a king. And as you read from the scriptures or as I was sharing with you, God chose Saul as the first king of Israel and the people were just pleased with the choice. Now, as you know, the enemy will try to get you to look solely at yourself and what is happening in your life, just like he did with the children of Israel. Whatever you do, don't do it. Don't have a selfish nature behind it. Because when you do, you not only won't have that total peace that you kind of want behind it, but you will even have to find ways to keep beating the enemy as he fights with you. Now, Exodus 14, 14 says, the Lord shall fight for you and you shall hold your peace. Keep in mind that when the Lord is fighting for you, you can just give it to him and you can just let it go and you can move forward in that peace. You won't have that type of peace if you're constantly trying to get the things done your way and not God's way. Now, as I mentioned to you in the past, God wants you to live your life for him. He doesn't want you to have selfishness guiding you along the way. And if you depend on him, upon God, actually, instead of yourself, things will just go much more smoother with you. You must keep in mind also that you should be doing things to fulfill the purpose that is upon your life so that God can get glory from it. Now, another thing also that can kind of happen if you do try to handle a situation on your own is that you may feel that you really are alone sometimes. 
And what I mean by that is that you may feel that you are the only one going through a situation. And even if you've tried to maybe share it with someone, no one would really understand what you are feeling or going through. Also, you don't want to come across sometimes as if you're burdening someone by sharing your problems. So you just have kind of concluded that it is better to just go through it by yourself. And that's how you can kind of feel alone in a situation. Now, regardless of what the enemy is telling you, you must find a way to turn off the negative noise that is coming your way from him. He's going to tell you anything and everything to get you to embrace that negative chatter and even dismiss the positive support that comes your way. Remember, he only needs just a crack to open a door within you. And the enemy is going to try to push his foot through that door if you allow yourself to focus on all of your problems and the struggles that are going on in your life. As the enemy is attacking you, you should immediately give it to God. When you do, you demonstrate that you trust in God and you're believing that God is going to guide you in the right direction and even the path to take. God will give you the victory and you will also see how to handle it and learn from it. By choosing God and not reacting to the challenges that have come your way, it will also give you the confidence in knowing that only God could have made this happen in the way that it did, especially in your favor, despite of how the situation may have looked previously. God can move mountains for you if you are willing to trust in him. Now, in Psalms 121 verses 7 through 8, it says, The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going both now and forevermore. So that's something that you should just stay confident in, that God is watching over you and he really is going to keep you from all types of harm. Now, let me say this. I know at times that certain environments also can make you actually just feel alone and by yourself. Also, I know there are times that maybe nothing has actually happened in your life. And it can just kind of stem from past events maybe that have caused insecurities. Or maybe you're just not motivated to just do things as time goes on. And so this is what's kind of causing you to feel alone. Now, in Joshua 1, verse 9, it says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Think about it. The Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So that's the confidence that you should have in knowing that he is going to be there. He's not going to leave you, as I mentioned before. Regardless of what has happened in your life or in your past, or maybe what you may be facing in your life right now, God is going to be with you every step of the way. So let me just share this with you. Maybe you are thinking about changing careers, especially now that the pandemic has happened and you don't feel like you're in a job that maybe creates that passion for you. However, you feel alone and maybe you're even afraid to take that first step. 
you have to just make sure that you are willing to take the first step. Don't allow yourself to be consumed, especially in the mindset that the enemy is trying to guide you in. And let me just ask, do you actually feel like that right now? Do you feel like some of those things are happening to you where you are kind of hesitant about maybe trying something? Or maybe you don't feel like you want to put the work in it to kind of prove your worth or maybe even your value. Somehow you must muster up enough strength and give yourself the permission to keep pushing through it and keep pushing through it with the Lord. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And you have to believe that God is with you. Even when you're just worn out, you must rely on God's strength to bring you through. He can pull you up even when you feel that you are ready to just slide down. Or maybe you're just ready to kind of throw in the towel and maybe surrender to the enemy. You must not do it. If you listen to him... It is going to be those thoughts that the enemy keeps dropping into your head as he tries to create this next seed of destruction into you. So as I am closing, I'm going to actually discuss how the seed of loneliness is actually planted into you and how this seed can actually be a powerful and a real destructive seed in you. So I'm going to actually really spend some time with that particular seed because I know it can really be detrimental and even destructive in your life. And we don't want that to happen. So I hope that you will actually come back tomorrow and see how things unfold and what God is going to do in our lives as we are conquering the seeds of destruction. Take care and stay safe, everyone. Bye-bye. Public author and speaker Maureen Y. Smith brings help and encouragement to deal with real life issues, giving you permission to live the life of abundance that God wants you to live, allowing peace, joy, and freedom to reign in your life. To book Maureen at your next event or small group, email conqueringseedsofdestruction at gmail.com. And to follow Maureen along in this radio journey, purchase your discounted copy of Conquering the Seeds of Destruction book and workbook at conqueringseedsofdestruction.com. That's conqueringseedsofdestruction.com.